Hey guys, this is Dr. Jasmine Bookert, also known as Dr. Jazz. Do you want to feel empowered and more knowledgeable about your medical care? On the breakdown with Dr. Diagnosis, I give you real talk information about common medical issues. Check in with me to have an amazing and fun experience while learning more about your health. Join me now. Welcome to The Breakdown with Dr. Diagnosis. Dr. Jasmine Booker is a board-certified emergency medicine physician with over 10 years of experience, and she's here to tackle the questions you have regarding your health and wellness. Remember, this podcast is for educational purposes only. All healthcare decisions must be made by you with your doctor. Now you're checked in. The Breakdown starts now. Jazz here bringing you a new episode of The Breakdown with Dr. Diagnosis. If you have not had a chance, please check out my trailer to get a better idea of what this podcast is all about. Remember, the purpose of The Breakdown is to take a diagnosis and break down all aspects of that diagnosis from start to finish so that my listeners will have a better understanding of what that diagnosis is all about. My new episode is titled Up and Down. This is being recorded almost exactly a year from when schools and businesses began to shut down due to the COVID-19 virus. I feel like many of us have had a lot of up and down emotions during this past year. This episode is focusing on some aspects of mental health, specifically anxiety and depression. Anxiety and depression have both become a more serious issue during this pandemic. Some people were previously diagnosed and the pandemic has just made their symptoms worse. For others, being diagnosed with anxiety or depression is something new and scary. My guest today will help us dive deeper into this topic. So we have here today a special guest, Dr. Zaneda Davis-Woods, also known as Doc Z. She is a licensed professional counselor, certified clinical trauma specialist, and EMDR trained. She specializes in cognitive behavioral therapy and trauma therapy. Dr. Woods works full-time with first responders as a mental health and wellness coordinator for a police agency and has also started her private telehealth practice called Transformations Counseling and Wellness. So welcome to The Breakdown, Doc Z. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, so we're excited to get some of your expertise and knowledge on this topic. Um, I will say that since the start of COVID-19 and the pandemic, I have noticed a significant spike in the number of patients that present to the emergency department Um, complaining of anxiety and or depression. So, you know, we all know that the stressors of losing someone, um, the fear of illness, unemployment, virtual learning, uh, a big issue has been uh, isolation from your loved ones and family members. So we know that has significantly affected the mental health of everyone in society in general. So I wanted to first talk about anxiety because I feel like that term is kind of thrown around a lot. Uh, People are not formally diagnosed, but they feel like they have anxiety or, you know, they're thinking that this must be what anxiety feels like. So can you give us a true definition of what anxiety means? 
Sure. So, so basically, anxiety is a is a normal reaction to stress, um, and and I always say that it can actually be a little bit. Anxiety can be very beneficial to us in some circumstances. Um, anxiety can alert us to when dangers are up ahead and help us to prepare and pay attention. So, a little anxiety can actually be a good thing. However, um, you know there there are anxiety disorders that differ from the normal feelings of anxiousness, and so um, anxiety disorders usually involve some sort of excessive fear um, or anxiety. And so, um, you know, um, nowadays nearly thirty percent of adults um, are affected by some sort of some some sort of anxiety disorder. Um, and then there are a variety, wow, you know, okay. a variety, uh, there are a variety of anxiety disorders. And so some of the common ones that you hear about is panic disorder. Um, you hear about social anxiety disorder, um, of course, generalized anxiety disorder, um, and then separation um, anxiety disorder. So those are just some of the common ones that you hear about. But anxiety is, is, is it, you know, just to break it down is a normal reaction to the stress that, that people experience. Um, you know okay mm -hmm. so when does it become an issue you know like what are the the symptoms where you feel like okay this has crossed over from mm -hmm. normal anxiety like you say all of us experience some anxiety depending on the situation mm -hmm. um social anxiety you know you might go speaking in front of people or things like that or mm -hmm. you know just a situation that you're not comfortable with mm -hmm. but when does it kind of transcend, you know, kind of transcend from transition from becoming just normal anxiety to mm -hmm. this is a problem that's affect affecting my daily life. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's exactly it. So I tell people when when this when when your anxiety becomes so um, where it is affecting your quality of, of everyday life, when it when it is it is um, out of proportion to your situation, it's age inappropriate, it's, it's really affecting your normal functioning. That's when that's when it's time to go in and talk to uh, someone about the anxiety to start getting a, a hold on it. So basically, just to, to answer just in a, a, a very basic way when it is affecting your normal functioning that's a problem and that's when you know it's time to do something about it okay and I'm sure during this past year you know you've started your your own um counseling service have you mm -hmm. seen a, a a increase uh in patients feeling anxiety that's directly related to COVID-19 so yes so most of my clientele um if, if I had to do a percentage suffers from anxiety, some sort of anxiety and depression. And so, um, you know, the pandemic has definitely heightened, um, you know, the, the symptoms of anxiety and depression that we see, you know, with the public health actions, um, such as social distancing, you know, which is necessary to help reduce the spread of COVID-19. Um, it, it can right. also, uh, you know, produce feelings of isolation and loneliness and increase um, stress and anxiety. And so I definitely have seen a, a, a increase in number of, of people who are experiencing anxiety um, symptoms. Okay. And what are like some of the common symptoms? I know everybody may have a little variety or, you know, the symptoms may vary uh -huh. depending on the patient. Exactly. Like, you know, typically I'll say when patients come to the emergency department, a lot of times they, they're feeling like I'm having a heart attack mm -hmm. or, you know, something physically, they, yes. they're feeling a lot of physical symptoms. So mm -hmm. chest pain or shortness of breath, they're having tingling, you know, of their 
hands or fingers, you know, mm-hmm. their face. So they're concerned that um, even even those that know that they have anxiety, mm-hmm. it sometimes becomes so severe that they're feeling like I must be having, you know, something physically is wrong with me um, because the symptoms are so severe now. Mm -hmm. So what are the symptoms that, you know, I guess common symptoms, but also just what you guys kind of put as a criteria like this, this kind of meets, you know, anxiety Mm -hmm. um, uh, symptoms. Yes. So, so first and foremost, you said something very important. Everybody experiences anxiety in in, in their own way. Okay. And so um, how, how, how stress and anxiety wears on me may be uh, particularly different for, for you or for the next person. And so some of the common um, symptoms of anxiety, um, definitely physical Um, anxiety can definitely weigh on us physical. So we get those physical reactions, such as the headaches, the stomach aches. Um, A lot of my clients will complain about um, just the pushing down of the shoulders or the stress in the neck um, part Mm. or the heaviness in the chest. Uh, So you can definitely experience uh, physical reactions to, to, uh, um, to anxiety, but other things that that people don't don't really think about is um, one of the main things is the constant intrusive thoughts um, that just just running through your head, just the con the the just the the thoughts just ongoing, like you can't cut the thoughts off, and and so uh, the worry right. you know thoughts, and so um, that's one of the that's one of the common um, symptoms of anxiety, just the what ifs, the woulda shouldas, oughtas couldas, you know those, and so um, frustration, frustration is another one because. Because again, they have, you know, this war going on in their head with all these thoughts, you know, and so, um, you know, the frustration is there, anger, um, irritation, sometimes a lot of people who, who suffer from anxiety, and there's different intensities, there's different levels of anxiety as well. And so, um, right. you know, restlessness is one, fidgeting all the time, um, feeling overwhelmed by everything, not catching a break, you know, because again, those thoughts are just firing off in your head like missiles, but your body is tired so you're just constantly thinking so that body and mind is not you know in in equilibrium um and so you know other symptoms can include again like i said excessive worry agitation um a lot of people who suffer with anxiety um have difficulty sleeping um and concentrating yes that's a big one yes that's a big one again because that mind won't turn off you know that those thoughts are going um and so you know we also um here, uh, people, uh, you know, suffer with changes in appetite, uh, energy levels, uh, desires, or just interest in general, you know, interest change. Um, and then of course, worsening of chronic health. Cause when you're constantly worried, then, you know, that affects yeah. other, you know, um, things that are going on in your body. So right, your other health problems. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So those are just some common oh. symptoms that, that we hear. Of okay. Yeah. I definitely, you know, like you said, uh, I guess, uh, coming into the emergency department, we're trying to rule out a lot of the physical, um, make sure that you're truly not having, uh, you know, a heart attack or stroke, like, you know, symptoms, those type of things. But I know definitely a lot of those patients do, um, complain of insomnia. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they like, just give me something. I just need to be able to sleep. You know, I, I, I can't, I haven't slept in days and, um, that's a big issue. And then, like you said, um, also another uh, issue is that constant, uh, voice like they're hearing or thoughts that they're hearing uh, in their head um, and they just can't seem to turn it off turn it off yeah. um yeah so and you know I think everybody kind of has that 
to a certain limit, but then when it becomes, you know, like you say, overwhelming or it's kind of taking over your life or affecting your daily functions or daily activity, mm-hmm. then you've kind of you know crossed over to, okay, maybe I need some help, exactly. um, you know, with, with, with these symptoms. So what are the options for treatment? I know, you know, everybody knows you can get on some medication, but what are some other options mm-hmm. um, besides, you know, maybe being on medication that people um, do try or that you, you use in your, your services? Yeah. So the first step when a, when a patient comes in and, and um, begin to describe um, symptoms of, of anxiety, I always ask them to go to their medical doctor and set up a physical. Uh, because you want to make sure that we uh, rule out any any medical things. Sometimes things like um, thyroid or brain tumors or something like that could cause symptoms of anxiety. And so we want to just make sure to rule out any um, any medical um, issues. And then from there, um, you know, they can seek a, a mental health professional if all things are ruled out medically. Um, usually, for usually psychotherapy and or medication or a combination of both. Um, are common treatments for anxiety. Uh, most mental health um, professionals uh, will usually uh, try some sort of uh, cognitive behavioral therapy um, is usually the therapy of choice um, in, in that it helps people uh, learn a, a different way of thinking and, and reacting and behaving. Um, and, and that usually will help lessen the symptoms of, of anxiety. Um, as for self-help, you know, um, I always, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big com- a proponent of self-help and self-care. And so there are some self-help things that people can do to help cope um, with symptoms of anxiety and, and, and such as, um, you know, stress management techniques and things like that. Um, meditation is a big one. Meditation, yoga. Uh, yoga has been one that has worked tremendous for a lot of my clients as well. Um, exercise, of course, is always a wonderful thing. Um, yes, you know, always a good thing. Yes, exercises releases those happy, you know, chemicals and all of that. So exercise is a good one to help relieve anxiety symptoms. Um, and just just regular basic breathing techniques, the deep breathing, you know, um, deep breathing in, hold. The, you know, the magic happens in the hold of the breath and then breathe out. So just, a, you know, breathe out for four um, seconds, hold for four seconds and breathe, you know, um, I'm, I'm sorry, breathe in for four seconds, breathe out or hold and then breathe out. Oh, I hope okay. that didn't confuse everybody. Yeah, so breathing, the 444. Um, and then um, practicing tightening and releasing of the muscles, you know, start with your with, with you know with your toes and 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 you know uh, just tightening the, the, the muscles and then releasing and then just go up your body doing that with your different body parts. That works wonders. That's usually good for when you first wake up in the morning and you're laying in the bed um, and you know you just start doing that, but that would help release some some tension before you even get out of the bed and start your day. Um, simple journaling, you know, just simply writing down your feelings, your emotions, um, you know, uh, keep a journal by the bed. So when those intrusive thoughts start happening at night, you can get up and just start writing that down, but getting it out of your head and onto paper is sometimes very therapeutic in nature. Um, and then just a lot of positive self-talk, um, and affirmations. Again, when people are suffering from anxiety, they have all these thoughts going on in their head and the thoughts are usually doubts. It's usually, well, what about this? Or what about that? And, you know, all of this, and it's, it's making you doubt. So again, you know, when, when you start getting those intrusive thoughts, you know, refute those or, or, or put some positive 
self-talk there, you know, or some positive affirmations. And that usually helps with some anxiety as well. And okay. then, um, you know, another one, last but not least, um, avoid excessive alcohol, caffeine, tobacco. Um, those usually will worsen the symptoms of anxiety. Um, and so, you know, you want to make sure that you're not using those things in excess. Okay. Those are some, some really good tips. I'm gonna have to try, uh, some of those myself. I'm like, okay, yes. let me let me try that <laughs> that muscle tightening and relaxing. I know I need, I really need to um, you know, try more of the uh yoga and meditation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been yes. actually what's what's crazy is right when the pandemic hit, I had just been mm-hmm. gifted cuz I I'm, I have never really done yoga, right? I'm one of those uh-huh. rare people uh-huh. probably in the world who has never done <laughs> Who has never yes, done yoga? I know. And so uh-huh. one of my friends actually gifted me like, you know, like a trial mm-hmm. um, at one of the yeah. yoga studios um, uh, near me. And uh, so I was like, I got my little, you know, block. I got all my little stuff, you know, yeah. I'm ready to go do the <laughs> yoga. And uh, then the pandemic hit and everything shut down. Um, oh, and then, yeah. you know life gets going and I, I kind of forgot about it. And I was thinking the other day, I said, you know what? I need to, I need to call them and be like, can I still use my little gift certificate yeah. <laughs> that I never used? <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, I mean, you know, uh, everything kind of was altered, you know, with once the pandemic mm-hmm. hit. So, but yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I'm going to give the, the yoga and, you know, I think even with myself with, uh, meditation, I'm one of those people that sometimes, you know, uh, it's hard to clear my mind because um, I'm yes. always thinking of not so much of the same repetitive thoughts, but I'm constantly mm-hmm. thinking of, you know, I got my, my kids and job and Something. what I need to yeah. do. I'm always my list. Mm-hmm. You know, I have that yes. that list that I'm always running in my head. Yeah, um, yeah. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I really need to try to work on, you know, being able to kind of just calm the mind and. And, yes. and have it go blank because I'm always like, okay, mm-hmm. when people are meditating, I'm like, are they really not thinking of all this stuff yeah. that they have to do? Because I'm always thinking of mm-hmm. what I have to do. So yeah, so those yeah. are those are some those are some great tips because I think even if you don't have anxiety or uh, official diagnosis um, of anxiety, everybody has you know stress, right? We all have some stress, stress, right? Yeah. And exactly. so I, I think that just having some uh, options for how you can help yourself mm-hmm. at home. Some, like you say, self-care, some self tools. Um, those are, mm-hmm. are, are majorly uh, important. So you said that you kind of do a combination of behavioral therapy um, with medication uh, sometimes. So do so, they always have to go on medication or do some patients no, just no. rely on just behavioral kind of therapy? Yes. So, so talk therapy usually works for most people. Again, like I said earlier with anxiety, it, it, you know, it, 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 it it depends on how mild or how, you know, severe your symptoms are. So Mm -hmm. mild, moderate, severe, what have you. And so, so for, for most people, you know, talk therapy, psychotherapy, um, and, and, you know, some, some things that, that you can do at home, um, that, that I just went over, um, usually does the trick for most people. Now, if you have more of a severe, a, a severe case, 
or our anxiety disorder that is a little bit more moderate to severe, um, then some people will have to go on, or they don't have to, but the option of medication is there for them. Um, but again, okay. that's something that, that, yeah, you would have to discuss with, with, with your, with your psychiatrist um, mm-hmm. at that time. And, and so it just really, you know, depends on how case severe, by case. Um, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Everybody is, is different. And are you, um, do you see that a lot of patients that have anxiety have some form of depression as well? Um, or does it, is it always kind of, you know, not always cause nothing is always, but do you see frequently that it's kind of going hand in hand, you know, uh, they, one way or the other, you know, maybe they're diagnosed with depression first, but they do have some anxiety or they're diagnosed with anxiety, but there is some aspect of depression along with it. Yes, yes. And so and so especially lately in the pandemic, we, we I am seeing a, um, a a lot of more cases with people having both depression and anxiety. And so a lot of the symptoms can mirror each other as well. Right. Um, so, yes, I am saying. OK, that. well, let's kind of go into um, depression. So, I mean, that mm-hmm. definitely is. Um, you know, I mean, that's always uh, been a, you know, a issue, mental health, um, you know, issue, something that we always try to focus, promote as, you know, seek help, you know, be evaluated, seek treatment for Mm -hmm. it. Um, what I know depression can be kind of complex, right? It's not just a, you have depression. Um, you know, it's, it's a little bit more complex. So I guess just a, a a basic definition of what Mm -hmm. does depression mean? Okay. So, so depression is, is basically a, a, a common um, and serious medical illness that can negatively affect how a person can, can think, feel, and act. Okay. Um, depression can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems, you know, just like anxiety. Um, and it can decrease a person's ability to, to function. And, and, and again, you know, just like anxiety, there's different intensities of depression. There's mild, moderate, severe, you know, there, there's different levels. Um, depression can cause feelings of sadness and or loss of interest and um, in once enjoyable activities and everybody experiences depression differently you know Um, some people can get really really down and some people can get really really up some people can hide it well and some people can't Mm -hmm. and so again depression wears differently depending on um, on that person but um, you know the the last stats uh, by the American uh, Psychiatric Association says one in 15 adults um, in any given year, um, suffers from depression. And so, wow. you know, um, it, 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 it's a very common, uh, medical illness that, that, um, is definitely, um, can be debilitating. Okay. So like you said, um, you know, some people are very get down and that's, I think the most mm-hmm. common thought process, right? Everybody thinks, okay, mm-hmm. if you're depressed, that person is going to be down, you know, maybe, yeah. um, increased sleeping. They don't want to hang out with friends or family, mm-hmm. um, you know, probably affecting their, their appetite, energy levels. But what mm-hmm. are some of the other symptoms? You know, those are the things I think most commonly or that's portrayed, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you, mm-hmm. you know, watching TV or, you know, those type of things, um, that's the mm-hmm. most common way that it's portrayed, but what are other symptoms of depression mm-hmm. that people may display? So, so a, a, a big one is the loss of interest or pleasure in activities that was once enjoyable. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, like, like I said earlier, some people can manage uh, their depression uh, symptoms very well. They can, you know, go to work and, 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 you know, still give the 100% and all of that, and but yet can still go home and get into this depressive hole, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So again, you know, but, but the loss of interest is usually one that most people start to notice in their loved ones. Like, okay, wait a minute. He's not watching the football game like he normally does, or, you know, she's not, you know, baking like she normally does. So the loss of interest is a big one. Uh, sleeping, trouble sleeping or sleeping too much. Um, you know, we, so, so usually in depression, we hear all oh, the persons, you know, don't want to get out of bed or they stay sleeping. Well, they're the opposite can happen too. Mm -hmm. Um, some of them can't go to sleep, you know, or can't stay asleep on a very long. And so, um, that's another one changes in appetite, just as in, um, and anxiety can happen as well, um, which can lead to weight loss or weight gain, you know, mm -hmm. and so again, that, that's another one. Uh, decreased in energy, um, increased fatigue, again, that's one of the common ones that, that we hear. But another one that we really don't talk about is the inability to sit still or that pacing or slow movements, okay? And so, um, you know, if, if, if you notice that, um, you know, that someone is, is having a hard time keeping their fingers, you know, they're constantly playing with their fingers or they're constantly got to be up walking that that is actually one of the signs of, of depression as well a couple you know it has With to be several of these right. coupled together right exactly and so um of course we hear about the feelings of wor worthlessness hopelessness guilt um and then uh difficulty thinking concentrating and making decisions is another one that most people don't really talk about right um, yeah but, but that is one that that is definitely a big a big one and then just thoughts of death and suicide you know that that's another one that um you know just not 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 wanting to be here right um is another big symptom yeah so that's that's what we definitely take very serious uh in the emergency department because that's kind of where we have to decide okay is this person um this person is depressed but are they truly a harm to themselves because you can be depressed and you're not a harm to yourself yes. but once you exactly. become you know once there's the threat of you becoming a harm to yourself or a harm to others mm -hmm. Then that's when, mm -hmm. you know, we're required to step in and say, okay, well, yes. we, we have to do some further evaluation. This may require mm -hmm. some, you know, inpatient kind of treatment evaluation. And it kind of goes to a, a, another level. Um, exactly. What mm -hmm. are the options for treatment for depression? So, so first and foremost, you know, just, just like what we talked about with anxiety, um, you know, I, I always ask my clients who are coming in and, and describing these depression symptoms to, uh, you know, when was your last physical, you know, or, or to encourage them to go get a physical to rule out any medical conditions. Because again, there's some medical conditions that, that can, um, that, that can lead to depressive symptoms. And so we want to make sure that we rule out any medical, um, you know, 80 to 90% of people with depression usually respond well to, to, to just treatment and, and, and treatment such as psychotherapy, um, medication and again um you know the a combination of both sometimes has to to happen and then you know with depression there there are things such as um you know other treatment alternatives such as the uh, um you know the electrical stimulation of the brain which is the electro uh, convulsions uh therapy the ketamine mm -hmm. treatments and things like that there there are there are other alternative treatments out there that people can seek um pretty much for uh for treating depression and then of course self-care and coping you know coping skills 
skills. This is this is my favorite and what I you know um, um, do in, in my practice. Um, again, exercise works wonderful. You know, you don't have to have the gym membership. You can you know uh, get on a, a bike, go through your neighborhood, you can right. go walk in the yes. park, whatever. But exercise, um, sleep. Sleep is it quality sleep. Quality just sleep. Say that. Yes. Quality sleep is not the depressive sleep, but quality sleep on a regular basis is extremely helpful as well. And then, of course, with with depression, you want to make sure that you are following a healthy um, diet and avoiding the excessive alcohol and and um, tobacco mm-hmm. and, and yeah, those. So, so you want to make sure. Um, you know, d- depression is one. Depression, just like anxiety, they don't. You know, it, it affects everyone, any race, any sex, any socioeconomic status. Um, it usually affects women more than it affects men statistically. But I mean, anyone can get it. And so it's one of those that it, it doesn't it doesn't discriminate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, definitely no discrimination when it comes to uh, mental health and um, mm-hmm. the issues that can come with that. OK, well, those are that's, that was definitely informative. Um, I think, like I said, mm-hmm. people. Um, have one little idea of what depression is or signs and symptoms. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's important to know that there are other signs that you may not think of, especially if you're concerned about a friend or, or a family member um, uh, that you can, you know, need to be aware of. And definitely uh, lots of treatment options um, for depression. Uh, and I always think that the self-care or um, things that you can do yourself, uh, you know, behavior modification, uh, like you said, exercise, exercise is good for everything, right? So for everything. Um, <laughs> everything, we all need to exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. you know, just doing something simple as exercise, going for just a walk, not, you know, people think, okay, I have to do some super, you know, I got to go do orange theory. No, we're saying mm-hmm. like, you could just. Go for a walk, get outside, you know, get fresh air, change your environment. Um, Those are all things that um, can be make, you know, small, but can make big differences um, in how you feel and and how you can kind of cope with the depression. Um, Okay, so uh, I think we have done a pretty good uh, discussion on anxiety and depression, giving people a a great Mm -hmm. basis for um, mm-hmm. what those uh, disorders are, how you can, you know, see the signs and symptoms and options for treatment. Um, yes. So I have a, just a couple of questions from um, our listeners. So the first one, I think we kind of addressed uh, pretty well. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, especially uh, in today's age, kind of want to avoid medication if they can. You know, mm-hmm. I think yeah. previously or in previous years, people were quick, hey, give me, you know, appeal to kind of fix yeah. this. Um, now exactly. uh, patients are a lot more interested in, you know, uh, what they can do, behavioral therapy, whether it's holistic, whatever the case may be. Um, so, you know, one of the questions was just like, what can I do about my anxiety without medication? And you did give a great rundown of the different um, things that people can do, like the yoga, the meditation, um, the, the, uh, what was your, the breathing, the, would you say four, 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 <laughs> I like. I'm about to look that's that up. Look that up. <laughs> um, and uh, you know the the muscle, you know, kind of uh, contracting, relaxing, um, mm-hmm. all those things. So uh, I think those are definitely at least great options that you can try. And then specifically, you know, even with the counseling, um, I guess you mm-hmm. do some different types of therapy that 
just probably just talk therapy is really the the mainstay mm-hmm. but is there anything else specifically you do for anxiety that doesn't involve medication that that you do at your practice uh, you know usually like i said uh, for for most people talk therapy um it, it is like or some type of cognitive behavioral therapy is um is you know um most useful when treating, um, you know, depression and anxiety. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it usually people don't need, um, a, a, a lot, you know, okay. to, to, to be able to, to relax or be able to, um, um, you know, um, help with those depressive symptoms. Yeah. And, and I guess it's just kind of like, you know, when you're talking to your best friend or, um, you know, somebody, just mm-hmm. talking yes. helps relieve yes. some of that stress, right? That's why we call yes. up our friends and we vent to them and, you know, it's cathartic. So um, exactly. I'm sure it's the same way, you know, when you're um, receiving, you know, counseling or any type of um, psychiatric treatment, just being able to exactly. talk and express yourself mm-hmm. and, and, you know, not be judged, get it out there. It probably helps extremely. Um, the second question is, uh, is depression curable? Is this something okay. that you're going to get rid of? Or is this a lifelong, you know, I have to manage um, these symptoms and, you know, I have, this is not something that's just going to disappear, um, but it mm-hmm. can improve. So, so depression isn't curable, um, sort of say, however, you know, with the right treatment, with the right, um, you know, um, um, with the right setup, with, with, with the right self-care, um, you can definitely uh, reduce or decrease the, the symptoms of depression, for sure. Um, you know, and so it, it, it's one of those things where uh, for some people, those symptoms may go away and, and, and may never rear its head again. Mm-hmm. Um, but for other people, you know, it, 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 it may come in seasons. It may come in, in, you know, a year from now or whatever. And so usually people who, who have been experiencing depression for a while, usually they can tell when the depression is coming on or, or you know what I'm saying? When the anxiety is beginning to heighten because they, because they know, they know, been there, done that. I know. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, so then they'll know to start applying certain things that had helped, you know, that, that helped before. Right. And maybe not let um, it get to the severe level. Try to, right. Try to stop it before Mm -hmm. it it progresses. Okay. Great. Great. So, I want to thank Doc Z for joining the breakdown. She gave us some great tips and pearls on (laughs) anxiety, depression, and just self-care really. Um, Like I said, I'm going to take some of those uh, tips and apply it to my, or at least try to, I'm not, look, I'm not going to make a whole bunch of promises, but I'm going (laughs) to try to uh, at least incorporate, uh, some of those those um, tips into my my regular routine because I think everybody you know everybody has you know you need to address and um, acknowledge your mental health and that even when you think your life is great and you're you know you don't feel like you have any problems or major issues but just just being in the pandemic um, you know exactly. is affecting is is affecting your mental health. Uh, whether you, you know, really uh, see it or not. So um, I think that uh, everyone can apply some of these ideas to um, your daily routine. Uh, I want to give Doc Z an opportunity to uh, 
put out her social media information. Like, like we said uh, earlier in the podcast, she has started her own telehealth practice, transformation, uh, counseling and wellness. So, uh, Doc Z, give us your, your information so our listeners can follow you and check out your website. All righty. My website is um, uh, transformationscw.com, and that's transformations with an S, cw.com. Um, please go check it out. Um, um, my business is Transformations Counseling and Wellness, and you can find me um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Wonderful. Well, we want to congratulate you on this new venture. I know that you uh, do a lot with uh, first responders, um, helping them kind of, you know, deal with uh, the effects of being a first responder, which I completely understand working in the emergency department. So uh, I applaud you for that work. Um, I know that's probably, uh, you probably hear a lot of interesting and, uh, you know, things and people have to try to process that information and, still function in their daily lives. So we appreciate all that you're doing in that aspect and congratulations once again on this new venture. So, um, for our listeners, if you have any questions or feedback for the breakdown with Dr. Diagnosis, please email the show at Dr. Diagnosis, Dr. Diagnosis at diagnose Also, you can follow The Breakdown with Dr. Diagnosis on Instagram and Facebook at The Breakdown with Dr. Diagnosis. And once again, check out my telemedicine company called Dr. Diagnosis on IG, Twitter, and Facebook at Diagnose Me Now. And even if you don't need telemedicine services right now, visit our website at www.diagnosemenow.com to use our educational resources. Until next time, stay safe and keep you and your loved ones healthy. See you soon.